If you're ready to confront your destiny, if this is the moment that you've been praying for, tune in and listen to your cosmic cheerleader, Commander Lady Athena, for cosmic pep talks, for closet Christ. The show is the voice of the Ashtar Command. The call is for you to step forward into your greatness. Be listening on Wednesday. We have an appointment with destiny. Greetings in the supreme love of which we are each an embodiment. I'm Commander Lady Athena, and you're listening to the voice of the Ashtar Command. Cosmic pep talks for Closet Christ. This evening, our seminar topic is Flowing with Uncertainty of Outcome. Flowing with Uncertainty of Outcome. (laughs) I'll just bet you a cookie that many of you are in exactly that place. (laughs) I know I sure am. So... Let's see, let's take a deep cleansing and centering breath together. Ready? That's right, get your shoulders down from under your ears. (laughs) Relax your jaw. All is well. May not feel well, but all is well. Another deep breath with an intention to integrate your higher divine principles. Deep breath. That's it. You feel the chills coming down when you do that? Excellent. Ooh, doesn't that feel good? Let's do that again. Intend to connect with your highest Divine principles would be the spirit, the soul, the high self, into the physical brain, into the physical envelope, bringing it down through the nervous system, flooding and irradiating all of your cells with light, with love, with health, with well-being, and down through your feet into the center of the soul star in the center of the earth. Yes, the earth too has a soul. Everything in creation is septenary, meaning each object in the universe, each entity, each planet, each sun, each orb that we see in the the cosmic galaxy has seven vehicles, or globes of manifestation. And each has a body, bodies actually, if you want to be really accurate here. Each level has multiple bodies. And realities that are absolutely discrete to each level so that you can see what you are a vibrational match for. Make sense? Yeah. And then when you've got it really going well, you can extend into more awareness and begin to experience yourself as a multidimensional being. And eventually omnipresent. Maybe some of you are having tastes of that now. We are each going to a much higher level right now. Notice the chills. I have noticed now that the minute I am accurate in what I'm saying, I receive an instant validation, I call it a witness from spirit. When the Holy Spirit, the whole spirit, the spirit of truth, which is your own core knowing, 
your intuitive conscience or inner voice. That's the whole spirit or the Holy Spirit. It animates your body and gives you very clear guidance in some form of tactile sensation. Why? Because spirit is pure, but when it interacts with the electromagnetic field of the body, it always enters with a feeling or some proof, let's say, of its presence. Now, I've noticed this last two weeks for me. It's instant now. I have immediate witness when I'm speaking to someone and it's truth. So you might want to really be aware now of the sensations in your body. When you're speaking, teaching, lecturing, whatever it is you are doing as a light bearer, part of the Earth's ground team, you know, we're all part of a huge team that are escorting in these new energies. We are all conduits to escort in the golden age, the new earth, the new paradigm energies. And every single one of you is doing that, whether or not it's conscious. So when you notice, you are choosing to become more consciously aware of this ongoing service that you've been doing and are doing on behalf of all of us. So um, flowing with uncertainty of outcome. Oh, my gosh. Well, let me ask you, where are you you right now? What are you going through? Are you in the midst of present change or sensing that there's a looming change in the near future? A lot of us are, are... being moved to new locations that are in harmony with what our heart really wants to resonate with. And I say resonate with because now, because we're entering the age of truth, Only that which is congruent with what we really, at the deepest core soul level, wish with all of our being, with no check marks, no red flags, this is what we feel completely in agreement with. Only that is authentic. And that is what you then find yourself being drawn into. But you have to have the vibration that matches that to maintain and sustain whatever it is. You have to be a vibrational match for it. And quite frankly, most of us are all over the map right now because we're not real comfortable with uncertainty, are we? (laughs) No, we're not too comfortable with not knowing and not being in control, most of us. (laughs) So the new Satya Yuga energy, Satya means truth, Yuga means age. The new energy of the age of truth, only true being works. Nothing fake or unauthentic is going to work for you. That old saying, you know, that we're all familiar with, fake it until you make it, that's not going to work right now. I've rephrased it as facing it as we make it. We are facing into whatever it is. We are operating by faith and not by sight. Calling that forward that is invisible as though it were already present. 
so you vibrate that state. Not mood-making it, but because that is the actual state of your optimum fulfillment and joy. So whatever goes counter to your true heart's calling is not really going to succeed. Nothing fake, phony, um, unauthentic, deceitful. None of that's going to work now. So we need to be really clear as to our absolute non-negotiables in life and where and what it is that causes us to thrive at our optimum. You know, we've become too comfortable and complacent with compromise, making do, just getting by, settling for less. Sound familiar? We've all done it. And we tend to cling to and try to replicate the known and the experienced and the familiar and drag it along behind us and then attempt to fling it into our future as if to secure it. You know, like those mountain climbers when they will toss a rope with a hook on the end, they try to secure themselves to the next ledge. That kind of a metaphor is what I have in mind. They want to secure a hold on where they're headed. But you can't do that now. It's not working. Let's do a little meditation. I think this will be a good experience for us. Let's take a deep breath. And see yourself climbing in to the basket of a hot air balloon. Get settled in. There's a pilot there. And now he's igniting the jets that bring the activation and the ascension of the balloon into the air. And you find yourself being borne aloft. And then the wind current catches the balloon and it begins to glide. And it's silent except for the as the whatever it is they propel the balloon with keeps firing. Otherwise, you find yourself being carried on the wind currents. The hot air balloon has no way to control where it's going. It's simply flowing on the air currents. And as you're traveling higher and higher and the land begins to look very far below you, you're aware that you are covering miles and miles from where you parked your car. And you ask the pilot, where will... We land, and he says, no one knows. We are completely being carried by the wind currents. And we never know where exactly we're going to land. It's like that now, beloveds. We're being carried by grace. Not by karma. Not by the past. 
not by anything that we've ever felt we were being guided by. Today we are being guided by our whole spirit, by our authentic, true heart's embracement. It's that which we embrace with every level of our being in absolute certainty of its harmonic resonance within us. Okay, let's take a deep breath. Because our balloon now is coming down, down, down into the place of your highest embracement. And though you have no idea what it is, the whole spirit within you does and has orchestrated the entire thing for your highest joy. Okay, the balloon comes to a stop a little bump as it touches to the ground, but a soft one. Where are you now? Where do you find yourself? You can register it. And when you want, you can do this exercise and explore a little bit more of the sensation, feeling, vibration of wherever it is that the Divine Spirit has placed you. It's a different way to live that we're being called to now. We've become so accustomed to pleasing people, compromising. We've all wanted approval and love, recognition, acceptance. And we've pretzeled ourselves in all kinds of shapes to fit into the agendas, expectations, and demands of others. So much that for many of us, we've lost touch of who we are and what we really are about and what really causes us to feel fulfilled and, and to flourish, to really thrive, not just to survive as we have in the old paradigm, but to thrive. So for many people, their feeling of relocation physically is looming or they're in present moment mood packing. (laughs) Sometimes not knowing where they're going, they just know they have to be out by a certain date. Some of uh, you are having the homes that you were living in sold. Uh, You have to move. I'm one of those people right now. And for me, uh, my next place opened up within an hour, less than an hour of being told I had to move because my resonance was very clear and aligned with where I'm going, which I'm not going to tell you right now. (laughs) I'll tell you after it's done, okay? Now, for others, your job is in flux or eminent change or perhaps you're being phased out of your job or you're just so fed up with it you want to walk off. (laughs) But something in the job and what you've been doing in the past, if it's not really true to your nature, is going to shift now. Some of you are feeling really complete with where you've been living and what you've been doing 
but you are complete. You know, the energy is backed off. You're feeling like you're stagnant or you're in a void or you're waiting or you just know that something else has to come forward because this is not what you want to be doing any longer. And most of you have no idea what is next, right? Some of you are feeling quite lost. You're used to uh, the old paradigm ways of generating change in your life. Some of those would be doing affirmations or asking yourself, what do I want, you know, on a material level? And it's usually been very third-dimensional. I want a mate. I want more money. I want a better job. I want a really beautiful house. That's all very material, third-dimensional stuff. We're not talking about that here. We're not talking about the law of attraction, although that is a factor somewhat. We're talking about vibing in, vibrating in that state that is your ideal. You have to be a vibrational match or you can't sustain and maintain that. In other words, if you want a loving and kind uh, mate, if you're not a loving and kind mate to yourself, you can't attract that into you in the new energy. You can't be false in the new energy, okay? It has to be your authentic, true self. It's kind of hard to put into words because it's such a new thing and we're all like... In this together, we're all experiencing this together, and we're all trying to figure it out together. I'm doing my best to share some of the experiences that I'm having and some of the things that I'm noticing and those of you who contact me. But get it, we're in this together, and we're all figuring it out together. Now, some of you are coping with an aging body. That freaks a lot of people out when you feel like you're losing the ability to be independent and to make your own choices. Some of you are coping with a disease and a diagnosis that you were just given, which has really been very frightening. And you don't know quite what kind of a modality to use to heal yourself. Some of you are in great physical pain. Some of you are coping with disability. Now, as to the disease, what I'm seeing is that many people are going through a mini-shortened version of what would have been a chronic, long-term fight with a disease, okay? I believe, and I've been shown in vision, that many of the diseases that would have been a, you know, something that occupied years or maybe the rest of your lifetime, are now being condensed by grace into little mini-episodes that pass through your system and on out. As your vibration lifts, disease can't stay in your body. So we're going to see more and more remissions and more and more healings that are going to seem miraculous. And that is the new norm. The vibration of the new earth does not have disease or dis-ease on any level. The vibration is too high. We're shifting to one of those higher subtle bodies of the earth that we call the fifth world. Okay? There is no disease, no violence, nothing harmful. No struggle to survive. None of that. And it's for those people that vibrate in that vibration of loving harmony. That's the vibration. We have to live in harmony with ourselves and with life. 
and with each other and move into that spirit of collective co-creativity where together we share and co-participate in an abundant, thriving, vibrant, lush environment. The new earth, just as the Native Americans and other indigenous peoples have told us, is pristine. It is absolutely pristine without any of the things that have made our life on the third dimensional orb so unpleasant. We'll be living in nature, in beautiful communities, funded and fueled by the natural elements of the sun and the wind and the energy and warmth inherent in the earth, the things that Nikola Tesla had brought forward, which had we adopted them, we would be enjoying today. Or the wonderful things that Valiant Thor had come to gift to humanity in exchange for our armaments and implements of warfare and killing. But we didn't accept them. But they didn't go away. They were the things that nature, the universe, the almighty creator had prepared for us. And so as we make this shift, we will have them. Some of the gifts that Valiant Thor, Commander Valiant Thor of the Victor One Fleets, had come to offer. He stayed for three years in an apartment in the Pentagon. He came and landed on Earth on March the 16th, 1957, I believe it was, and stayed for three years and offered the President these wonderful gifts. But the Joint Chiefs of Staff chose to say no, that it would disrupt our present system and economy, and they nixed it so it didn't come to bear. But he was offering us the technology that would completely offer us free energy, the technology and the ability to prolong our life spans indefinitely, even into the point of immortality itself. He offered us a money-free system without the curse of market forces and commercialism. He offered us complete disease-free health. Can you imagine if we had accepted that gift back in 1957, where we would be today? So you see, the powers that used to be, <laughs> that are now having the plug pulled, they're no longer funded, that want to block all of these wonderful things because of greed and desire to control and manipulate and hold the money, the abundance for a small handful of individuals, all of that, you see, is fading, 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 fading away. And as we're losing sight of it, we cannot connect back in to what we see portrayed on the news anymore. Have you noticed? Have you noticed how your interest is just phasing out of any any curiosity or it's like who cares what's happening there's just nothing real going on it's old karma just being surfacing and people being called accountable for what they've created that's all and some of us just have no resonance at all that draws us into that mix and therefore, it's falling back. It's phasing out and fading out of our attention and experiential reality. At the same time, those people and situations and, and things that are in the new paradigm are appearing in 
and people that you have known forever but have just met physically become your new companions. I'm experiencing that, and I bet a lot of you are too, or will be soon. You must let go of the fear of expecting the future to be the way it was, of expecting the worst. I mean that literally. If you could trust so radically that God has you, that you're being born aloft on the breath of the Beloved, whose only will for you is perfect peace and happiness. It's an age of grace. There is nothing that you need to be punished for. You had a bad dream of being separated from God and from love. That's all. And the Creator does not punish His child because it fell asleep and had a bad dream. That old spiel about karma and reincarnation is part of the old paradigm belief system. And it's kind of difficult to uproot it ourselves because it's gotten into the subconscious. And the only one that can release that and release it is the divine spirit. That's why when you have fear, any kind of fear, which is unnecessary mental worry, you must turn immediately to the divine spirit and say, Lord, I don't want to feel this. Please take it out of me completely and fill me with your love or whatever it is that you need. Today I was so exhausted from packing. My nervous system was trembling and I found myself bursting into tears. I thought, I'm not going to be in any condition to do a radio show tonight. And so I had a bit of a meltdown. And uh, I said, Sai Baba, I don't like to feel like this. Please fill me with strength. Please give me energy and strength. And within less than an hour, I felt my whole body filling with this warmth, this power, this strength. And so, here I am, because I would never think of doing a radio show if I was not completely clear and clean for you. I must be a clear conduit to speak to you, because you are God's glory manifesting in human form. Every single one of you is my divine beloved. And I will not give you less than my best. But like you, moving that awareness and holding that vibration of your highest and best is easier said than done. I speak very frankly to you because I know I'm speaking directly into what you are experiencing yourself. And as I speak, my whole body is flooded with the validation of spirit that what I'm speaking into your lives is the absolute truth. But the words that I speak is not so important. It's the energy of the almighty divine spirit that flows through the voice and encodes itself in a way that enters each of your consciousnesses in the perfect way for you. So no matter who is listening, the resonance goes in where you need to hear it. 
And my dharma is to be a clear instrument for that to be facilitated through this instrument, which is simply a conduit and a functionary, not a person. This that speaks to you is not a person. It is a conduit for that which is the divine. Now, what I speak is the same for you as well. I'm very conscious of that, and you may not be quite as consciousness, excuse me, conscious of it, but you can be if you wish. We choose into whatever it is that we would embody. I have to say that with all my heart and soul and being, with every fiber of the divine I am that I am, I, we, love you. You are made of the warp and woof of love. You are each an embodiment of the invisible love of God made visible only through the human form in its totality on earth. In that sense, you are each an avatar of the Most High, which means one who has come down from a higher state to embody the divine. And that love, you see, that you are sustains everything. You need do nothing. I tell you a truth. You need do nothing but love. And love protects and fulfills, sustains and carries, and bridges where the flesh falls short into perfection. For we of ourselves do nothing. It is that divine spirit that animates, activates, completes, and fulfills the divine intention through us. Now our job is to find that clear point of intention because intention is the God power within you. And you see, unfortunately, our intention has become mixed in with lots of belief systems and old paradigm limitations and all that stuff and buried in the subconscious. So that often it's the subconscious that manifests instead of pure intention. How do you get pure intention? Well, personally... I ask God for it. I ask. And as I ask, I know I receive. And I know that I have to grow to the vibrational match for that which I've asked for. So in time space, there may be a bit of a ripening and a preparatory cycle that has to come forward for me to inherit and receive of the fullness of my request. And so there is the necessity for trust and patience coupled with the absolute knowing that when you ask something out of your true authentic heart, your deep core being, it's given in that instant out of time. In time, there's a preparatory necessity to bring the vibration up to where it is a match for what you've asked for. You must be the vibrational equivalent of whatever you would have maintain and sustain in your life. And when many, well... You know, the Holy Spirit, when you surrender your life 
to the Holy Spirit. It roto-roots every part of your being and dissolves through grace because the Holy Spirit is the spirit of grace and truth. Everything that is not part of your authentic nature begins to be cleansed and cleared. And you don't have to do anything but ask and be willing. Be willing to let the Holy Spirit have full charge of your life. Now, we're not talking about an outer pair of power. We're talking about that part of you that is the whole and holy presence of God living in you as you and operating through you to the degree that you let go and let God. And don't attempt to fix yourself. You cannot fix yourself. You can only be willing to be open to the receiving of your wholeness, which has never been lost. You've always been whole. You've just gotten out of touch with it in some cases, in most cases. Or we have moments on and moments off. Most of us do. So when you can fully, 100%, yield yourself, your life, everything, your future, to the whole Spirit, to the Holy Spirit, to the Lord, to the Christ, to Jesus, to God, to Sai Baba, to whoever your Ishta Devata is, your divine ideal, objectified in some divine form or avatar, whatever that is for you, that divine form at some point you will awaken as your own self. You'll wake up and realize, oh, I'm the same as Sai Baba. That happened to me when I was uh, my first trip in 1972 to see Sai Baba. After three years of trying to get there and not being able to, I finally made it to India. And I was sitting out under one of the beautiful flowering trees that they had at that time outside the, uh, in the ashram. It was just a sandy compound with flowering, beautiful trees. And I was reading um, Sai Baba's book, Yana Vahini, which is the pure non-dualistic Advaita teaching that you and God are one. And all of a sudden I realized, oh my heavens, I'm the same as Sai Baba. His Atma and my Atma are identical. We are Atma. And the minute that thought came out of my mind and I was sitting entirely alone, uh, a few feet from where Sai Baba's uh, little interview room was, immediately he came out of that interview room and walked up to me and put his hand on that book and said, Acha, which in Hindi means good, and covered that book with the sacred ash that he materializes, turned around and walked back into his interview room. So at that moment, he had given me self-realization. Advaitic self-realization at that moment. And then, you know, it's taken decades to really begin to have any kind of an idea what that actually is and to be able to move more and more into holding that state. You see the instrument had to be brought into a vibrational match. Although God gives instantly 
we have to be a vibrational match for that. And that requires the humility of saying, God, take over. You do the driving. Of myself, I've just been driving in the ditch, falling into the ditch, bumping into the tree. I give up. I give my life in surrender to your Holy Spirit that dwells within me. It speaks to me as my own conscience. So if I'm true to myself, if I'm true to my conscience, I will always be in the right way. So as you vibrate into these new energies, follow that which is the brightest light, that which is the feeling of goodness, of loving, of warmth, of of embracement, of welcome. Because you don't have to ask anyone but God. And God then presents the instruments around you in the outer world that facilitate the cry of your heart. This is a very simple, simple way to live that's completely different than the old way of trying to figure out, strategize, plan, and control outcome. Not to say that perhaps you don't make bullet points of things you have to do, things that you need to pack. You know, there's a certain practicality here. You have to give spirit something to work with which is your willingness to do what it takes to manifest your heart's greatest embracement. But it does not involve the the sense of fear that the ego brings up, the what ifs and yeah buts and, well, I'm not worthy or what about this or that. It doesn't go there. Your true self does not go there. That's part of the old paradigm where you're trying to manipulate and control the material world to please yourself. The new paradigm is where you're opening to the divine spirit to manifest something beautiful, not just for yourself, but for your fellow brothers and sisters. It's a teamwork. It's a co-sharing. It's a linking arms one with the next and walking together as a family of lords and ladies of light, of awakened souls who are consciously choosing to create a seventh golden age that's better than anyone that has been in the past. Probably some of us, maybe all of us, have participated in the previous seven golden ages. But this is not a return to the past. This is a new thing. And there's not a time associated with it. It's now if you living if you're in that living vibrational state now the golden age is now so you have to look at the motive which is got to be a win-win where everyone benefits that's the golden age paradigm there's no iota of competition in this No trying to edge somebody out or cut them off at the pass or do them one better. That's all that old paradigm stuff. This is joyful celebration, abundant co-sharing. And it's a win-win for everyone. 
And our delight and our joy comes from conscious participation in that which is the divine flow of satyam, shivam, sundaram, satyam, truth, shivam, goodness, sundaram, beauty. So let truth and goodness and beauty unfold through you, through your words, through your actions, through your very glance. Impart darshan, the blessings of the beloved, to everyone that you look upon. And know that the people who are not able to keep pace with you in your new resonant field are going to fade out of your life. But you won't mind because you're so much in the vibration of where you're headed, you may not realize, oh, I haven't heard for so-and-so for years or weeks or days or months or suddenly they're just not on your second attention. And you'll find at the same time those things that are meant to be with you in this new flow start to appear in. I've had people recently that I felt like I've known forever that I just met. But I know that we had a contract in spirit to come together at just this time. And so it's like we pick up from where we left off eons ago as if it were just a blink ago. And so the time element is very flexible now. You can elongate it experientially. You can cut it shorter experientially by your intention. I do that all the time. And another thing, there are the converging of all the timelines together and they are so slightly differentiated by frequency that sometimes it's confusing because you'll have more than one possible, probable timeline that you could opt into. And you can't tell which one. So you, you may not know whether to go to the right or the left or up, down, or where. <laughs> um, and there again, you can allow the wind, like the hot air balloon, to effortlessly place you where you need to be. Where you need to be, there will be an invitation and a facilitation and a welcoming. It's not where you have to go and ask and try to make things happen. These things come to you when your intention is very clear. Where are you when you feel absolutely fulfilled and thriving? Where you're not past referencing or future projecting. That's the old paradigm again. Where you're here and now, present, in the fullness of your resonance of that ideal vibration, which would be loving, surrendered, trusting, faithing. I say faithing because it's an active process. It's not a passivity we're talking about. And as you hold that vibration, everything you need comes to you automatically. You become an attractive magnetic field of energy that then is facilitated 
and supported as the whole universe rearranges itself to accommodate your ideal vibrational state and placement. Now, using those third-dimensional examples, that implies a where you're kind of like stuck in that, and we just don't have appropriate language in here. Because when we say state, it sounds like a you know like a place that you're parked, but it's not like that. The universe is a coruscating field, a source field of unlimited potentialities that remain potentials until you exercise the intention into that field. When the intention, the God power within you, is focused into that field, clearly, it takes form and not a moment before. It's just energy. When you move forward in the faith action, stepping forward, not knowing any way how you're going to have an outcome, not knowing where you'll land, leaping into the void without knowing what will be at the bottom, or if you will be borne aloft by wings or whatever. It's being willing to move forward into that without knowing what the outcome will be and completely surrendering and trusting that God has got you. That's the absolute truth. Absolute truth. Your job is absolute trust in the power of the divine presence living in you as you. And yes, you can also have faith in your uh, master, your, your lineage, your angels, masters, teachers, benefactors, well-being, wishers. Uh, we have a huge team of unseen helpers on the inner realms that surround every single soul, angels, masters, teachers, guides, gurus from your past incarnations, etc. You're never alone. Never, never, never alone. But none of them are, are able or permitted to violate your consciousness unless you ask for help and unless you're open to receiving. And they're not going to do it for you because then you're not going to develop your own mastery. So it's like a parent watching a child take those first few toddling steps. They're not going to allow you to hurt yourself. They're going to protect you. But by the same token, you've got to learn how to walk. It's like that. And we always have a plus factor in spirit. There's always more. And there's no end. Enlightenment is eternal, open-ended, ongoing. There's always more. And the one thing you can never surpass or come to the end of is God. So wherever you are, keep going. Be comfortable without knowing where you're going or how it's going to turn out. Be comfortable with being present and whole in the moment. Be comfortable with having to wait. Because the Lord doesn't just do one thing. Because we're connected to a whole team that we're part of. So he has to wait until everyone is in alignment before the whole situation is energized. Do you get the picture? You can't move to that new location until the people in that new location 
are ready to be part of your entrance into that situation. Just know that God loves every single person equally and has a plan that's perfect for each person and individual involved. No one is punished. Not one single soul will be lost. There is no such thing as eternal damnation. That was something made up by the priestcraft a long time ago to scare the hell out of you and manipulate you into their dogmatic whatever. Know that God lives in you as you. That which you call the I am presence or the monad or your true self or the spirit is identical with God, indistinguishable, and yet at the same time uniquely individualized through you. Be your authentic self. Do only what is in complete harmony with that self. Be true to that self. Do not compromise and do not try to fit anyone else's reality. Live your own outrageously, bodaciously, radically, without compromise. And you will see the entire universe supporting you, rearranging itself to accommodate you and your picture of reality. So, we are learning to flow with uncertainty of outcome. We're learning to be comfortable without being in control and without knowing how it's going to end up. We're learning to be comfortable with trusting Spirit's timing. We're learning to accept that Almighty God living in you as you controls your coming and your going. And you're learning with absolute certainty that wherever you are, God is present. And whenever you are in your loving, you are home. Home is where your heart is. And loving lets you know you're living in harmony with God. Which is to say, your authentic self. So I hope this has been helpful to you. It has been helpful to me to transmit it to you because as you give, you receive at the same time. And that too is a new paradigm experience. So let's chant three on I Hughes and uh, just embrace all of us together in the one heart where we all reside forevermore. Deep breath.
with deepest love from the heart of the Ashtar Command by Commander Lady Athena. Bless all of our beloved light team here on planet Earth. May all be well with you. Very, very well. Namaste. Namaste.